0: Welcome to Here to Thrive. I'm your host, Kate Snowwise. This is a podcast for people who are ready to step up and live a happier life. It's for those of us who are dedicated to understanding ourselves and getting the best that we can out of this thing called life. It's a mix of psychology and modern spiritual thought, always with a focus on practical advice so that you can take it back and apply it to your own life. I don't believe we're here to merely survive, I truly believe we're here to thrive. So let's get going. Welcome to episode 10. I can't believe we're already into 10 episodes. I feel like this only started a couple of days ago and to already be recording the 10th episode is Incredibly exciting. I am loving bringing you this kind of information in podcast form, and I thoroughly appreciate the feedback. I've been getting all of your messages, uh, letting me know you're listening out there. Uh, wonderful. So, thank you so much for taking the time to do that for me. So, today I want to talk about friendship and the importance of our good and strong relationships in our lives. I'm gonna talk through five points that good friends all share. The five kind of behaviors or things that we can be aware of to help us become the best friends that we can be. Because our relationships with other people matter. We are born to be social beings. Even those of us who are naturally a little bit more introverted or don't have high needs for affiliation with others, still crave and need some social connection. We are all so much happier and healthier when we have caring and warm relationships. I'm not the only person who thinks this. There has been... A lot of research now that has consistently shown that social support or the strength of our relationships is one thing that really determines our overall levels of happiness or well-being, and it also insulates us against sort of the harmful effects of stress, or you could see it as kind of a a resilience builder. When we have strong relationships, we are less likely to be overwhelmed by the stresses that we face. It's kind of like an immunization against stress. So friendships are something that I hold with the utmost importance. I I consider them to be something that we all need to prioritize. And in doing so, I think it's really important to talk also about what you can do to be a great friend so there's five points I'm going to go over today and some of these may seem really simple but the thing is that we just take it for granted. We, we have our friendships and we don't ever sort of stand back and assess what it is that makes some friendships great and others just feel a little lackluster for lack of a better way to put it or what it is that helps a relationship go from superficial to truly deep and connecting. So these are five little things that I believe are the cornerstone of great friendships. The first one refers to connection. We live in a digital age and we are social beings, yet in many ways our current lifestyle is more disconnecting than ever. We aren't so much part of communities as we used to be we have replaced so much of our physical contact with others to contact with others via a computer screen or via messages and words and so i believe a cornerstone to great friendship is real connection and that doesn't mean you have to sit face to face with a great friend every other day It just means there is a consistency in that connection with another person. You're up to date with what's going on in their lives and frequently touch base. You can still have great and powerful friendships with people who are physically distant from you. It's about that dedication or shared dedication to maintaining contact. The second point that I wanted to bring up is that great friends question one another. And by that, I mean, they take the time to check in and it might be better to say check in with one another, but a great friend will take the time to say, how has your week been? How are your children? Has your husband recovered from the operation he had? they will take the time to check in with you. I'm sure I'm not the only person who has been with someone who I would frame as an acquaintance and have perhaps been in conversation with them for an hour and realized that when I walk away from the conversation, they didn't ask me anything about my life or my day or anything, they spoke about themselves the entire time. And if you're prone to talking, which I'm a talker, I'm prone to talking, it's really good to stay aware of this point that you need to make sure that you take the time to give other quieter people the space to open up and share. And that leads really nicely into the third cornerstone of great friendship. And that is great friends are excellent listeners. We all know what it's like to sit across from someone who is present and engaged and with us. You also know what it's like to feel like you're not being heard. It feels disrespectful, like people don't care. We all want to feel like we are worthy of someone else's time and attention. And a great friend will create the space and truly engage with us, listen to what is going on, allow us the opportunity to open up and share our lives. This is a cornerstone of what takes a relationship from superficial to a deep and meaningful, great friendship. So think about that when it comes to how you are showing up for those friends in your life. Are you present? Are you listening? Are you questioning? are you giving them the space to be heard? The fourth point is consistent with all great relationships. A great friendship is built on trust. When you trust that someone else has your best intentions at heart, when you trust that they are there for you and care for you, you give them the benefit of the doubt. You're less likely to question their motives and more likely to assume that anything that they do that isn't quite perfect has no malintent. None of us are perfect. Even in the greatest of friendships, sometimes we will stuff up. We may say the wrong thing, let someone down, or miss being around for something that was really important for them. The thing about a great friendship is it can sustain a little bit of this because you know that none of us are perfect, but this person has proven themselves to be a great friend. Talking a little bit about me personally, one of the reasons I think that my friendships, the ones that I consider truly great, take a while to develop is because I'm not quick to trust. Some of us are quicker to trust than others, and I'm a little skeptical, and so it takes me a long while to slowly form incredibly deep and meaningful relationships. That's not necessarily the case for everyone, and you will know if that's the case for you. Some people are able to jump into relationships and and form very deep and meaningful connections very quickly. For me, if you want to be my friend, you've got to hang around a little bit longer and improve and build up this element of trust with me. The final point I want to make is something that's probably a little bit more obvious to many of us or something that we take for granted a little less. And it's the thing that when the tough times hit can make such a difference. And I know there was a discussion in my Facebook group recently, which is also called Here to Thrive, and you're more than welcome to join if you'd like to. I'm sure if you search "how to Thrive in Facebook, it will come up. But the point was that sometimes when we go through the toughest times in our lives, it is when we work out who our true friends really are. When our relationships are tested, we often find out who is willing to be there to bail us out, to wipe our tears, to hold our hands through the tough times and walk with us through the mud. They really care. And that is this cornerstone of great friendship that I wanted to discuss, is this element of caring. There are certain people who you know when you need them will be there. And I would challenge you, sometimes acquaintances may not be so reliable but a great friend you know is willing to put themselves out a little bit to make sure that you're okay. This is where a great relationship and a great friendship can make all the difference when it comes to how we're coping with the tough stuff. It's true that a problem shared really does feel like a problem halved so often. I'm sure you can all think about times where you just opened up to a friend or had someone else wipe your tears and how powerful that can be, I'd encourage you to be that kind of friend for other people. In their time of need, be there, be willing to invest in the relationship and when somebody needs you, go out of your way a little bit to help them because you never know when that favor will need to be repaid. And don't get me wrong, I'm not saying do this for everybody you come across. There is a reason we only have a handful of great friends. But if you truly value a relationship, you need to care. If they're going through the tough stuff, demonstrate that you care. It might be sending some flowers. It might be taking them around a box of tissues. It might be sitting with them silently in their pain, but being there. They are all hallmarks Of demonstrating how much you care. So in summary, great friends ensure that they are connected, that they question and check in with their friends, that they listen and allow the space for their friend to truly feel heard and appreciated. They trust in their relationship and they show that they care. So I hope those points have helped you to just think about how you're showing up for those people you love the most in your life and how you're fostering the friendships that you have and perhaps who your great friends really are. We're lucky to have them and they deserve our attention. They really can make the difference between how we feel and how we cope and how happy our lives can be And so please don't ever feel like you don't have the time to invest in your friendships. It is one of the best ways you can spend your time. I so appreciate you all being here with me. If you uh, enjoyed this little tidbit of advice about how to be happier in your life, I would love if you could leave me a review. The podcast is still just getting off the ground. And so those reviews really count in how iTunes views the podcast. So if you have a spare couple of minutes, that would be much appreciated. It's a little bit fiddly. And if you're on an iPhone, you might need to go back and search the podcast here to thrive and uh, to see the review tab. But if you could take a moment to do that for me, I would thoroughly appreciate it. I'll be back next week with some more tips on how you can live a happier life. Until then, if you'd like to find me, you can jump over to my website at www.thrive.how. That's H-O-W. I'll see you soon.